Hi, everyone. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Colin Britton, Chief Strategy Officer at Devo. Our topic is machine data for DevOps and security intelligence. Wow, that sounds like a cool topic. I'm excited to talk. Welcome, Colin. Love to have you uh, start by introducing both Devo for folks that don't know the company and uh, a little bit about yourself and what you do there. Yeah, so um, Mitch, great, great, and uh, thanks for having me on the podcast. So yeah, so Devo, um, we're a, uh, a machine data uh, platform. So we provide a solution that allows you to be able to capture all that machine data from across your instrumented enterprise, bring it together, and then be able to you know solve various problems on it. Um, and, you know, those problems are typically around service operations um, or, you know, uh, things within the DevOps and the IT operations area or uh, clearly things like security operations as well. And, um, you know, it's an interesting, it's interesting area because what we're seeing is, you know, this growth of, of data occurring everywhere and many more people want it. So instead of being like a, you know, here's a single tool to a single job, people are wanting platforms where they can you know, keep the data once and use it for many different things. And that's what Devo allows you to do. You know, get that data, keep it once and do all the analytics on it in, in many different ways and places. I know um, it's a hot topic. Um, yeah. you know, my experience is that that's one of the great values that IT is finding they can bring to the businesses, aggregating all this data together and then doing analysis, reporting, all kinds of things that you couldn't do through individual applications. Yeah, and what's interesting about that is a you know a trend that's driving into this that we're seeing is that you know whether or not you want to use the digital transformation kind of flag or the DevOps flag or the you know the cloud shift um, uh, you know flag to it, what we're seeing is the enterprise is wanting to become much more self-service. So instead of just individual users, uh, or instead of IT providing all the solution all of the time, IT is, needs to be an enabler of solutions to other people. And um, instead of kind of internal service operations being about kind of email or phone calls, um, you know, the business owner wants to be a jump on and see what's going on with their application themselves and not have to talk to IT. Um, and so that's a trend that's really driving into the uh, adoption of, of, of machine data platforms. Mm -hmm. uh, the days of IT being the gatekeeper and the land of no are certainly over, or if they're not over your, your company, they probably will be soon. Exactly. And, you know, really that adoption, you know, that, that adoption of uh, IT as a value creator is mm -hmm. it's, it's a new thing, a newer thing. Uh, but it's definitely, definitely what we see out there and how, how people are doing it. How can we create value for the business? You know, the IT organizations I've led, uh, what I tell the team is the IT organization has the biggest impact on the productivity of the entire company. We really have that kind of an impact. It could be positive, could be negative. And so things like machine data for intelligence, I'm really interested in having you define that a little bit more for us. Um, so everybody kind of gets a picture of what you're talking about of, bringing intelligence out of the data? Yeah, so, I mean, the, the, the notion of machine data, you know, sounds very vague, um, but it, it, it's a broad category. And what we're really talking about is all of the logs, events, and metrics from um, any of the nodes, devices, or however you want to call them within your, your enterprise mm -hmm. um, all the way through. So with some customers, you know, the obvious ones are, you know, users endpoint devices or firewalls. That's like super obvious. 
um, or the application that you're running in your website. But for other people, it could be everything all the way to endpoint devices in solar panels or uh, sensor, sensors um, from you know, their trucking fleet. Um, so uh, machine data is, is many forms of many parts of data, but it's typically time centric. It's typically um, event or metric based or, or, or message based and is a kind of semi structured or um, you know, uh, not tightly structured um, format. Mm -hmm. um, and you could think about it as the exhaust of your business. So where your business system may have a transactional view, like um, your shopping cart or your CRM or your ERP system, the machine data is the exhaust of all those applications that allows you to see what it did, when it did it, and how it's performing. It's interesting how logs and messages and events have gone from something in the background that we only check when there's an issue or we need to go back and look historically what happened to really a, a collection of data sources that you can use and through aggregating it, get new information, see what's happening across enterprise locations, applications, whatever it might be. Yeah. And, you know, um, one of my favorite ways of talking about it is, um, you know, if you if you look back to the industrial era um, when we went to uh, factory-based um, manufacturing, you know, uh, you'd have these machines that'd be operated by people that would do, and and people were all doing repetitive tasks in an assembly line process in order to achieve something coming out the end. And um, now in a digital business. Um, you know, that, that, that's just the same machine is now a, a set of code and processes and services that are joined together. Mm -hmm. And in the old days, the factory manager could stand on the gantry above the factory. He could look out and not just hit, not just look at the product that was coming off the line, but could, could see it, could hear it, could look at the motion of what he saw people moving and the machine moving. He could, he could almost smell it. And, you know, machine data is you know for us what we you know i talk about what we want to do and what we're doing with analytics is like we're, we're, we're like allowing to smell the data right um we've got a in the digital factory you know we've got to provide the the business owner with that same give them their senses back and, and put that back in their in their day-to-day -day lives so it's um, kind of so, it's kind of like rock you got to smell what the rock's got cooking what data yeah. got cooking exactly <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, it's amazing. You know, we've gone from logs being the thing you ignored and only went to, um, to triage something, uh, to now being, um, a real, real time, uh, view into the health of your business and your relationship mm -hmm. with your customers. Well, Colin, dive in for me, dive into the topic of DevOps specifically in, in the enterprise or the organization also in security. What is Devo strategy around how do you help customers in those specific areas? Yeah, so um, let's start by saying that uh, with machine data, um, it's been around for a while, but the volume of it is growing incredibly quickly. And um, going from having individual siloed tools that do your log management or your, um, you know, your application performance management or your security um, uh, monitoring uh, is no longer uh, cost effective, right? It's the same data, right? All security data is, you know, all data is security data and, um, you know, all machine data is operational data. And, and so having a single platform that has it in, 
um, just makes sense, particularly when you add multiple use cases. So for many of our customers, it's not just about, we may start with one use case, but it's mm -hmm. typically multi-use case based. And that, that means that, you know, things like your CDN logs uh, for your e-commerce store are as much part of your um, security play as they are your um, operational play. Does, does, you know, can you see how that, that works, right? You know, they can tell you how much volume you've got going off and where people are coming from and, you know, um, you know, performance and this kind of stuff. But equally, they can show you, you know, where shopping bots are coming from or, um, you know, bad behavior kind of hiding in, in all of that traffic. And so it's the same data and the same area. And what we do is provide um, capabilities, that solutions that you can run on top of the, 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 the raw data and um, actually let you do this, uh, provide a, a service operations view and a security operations view at the same time. You know, speaking of ser uh, security and service operations, one of the things I can imagine you might be able to do with something like Devo is a DevOps environment means we're much more rapidly changing the environment, updating code, configurations, things are happening multiple times a day, even in some enterprises, certainly multiple times a week. And the aggregation of that, that data, you could also look for trends for unusual behaviors or habits of how systems are performing or data is flowing, um, where errors might be occurring that are unusual or typical that might have been introduced through a DevOps change. Is that, a, is that an yeah, accurate path? Exactly. So, um, you know, whether it's a human looking at a set of metrics that are changing based on how you deployed and what, what you've, you, the shape of your application as it is right now, um, it also allows machine learning to be able to brought in to be able to look at what's going on and compare it. So things like anomaly detection, um, across massive numbers of metrics are just a, a real and practical thing um, that we provide in within our service operations area um, so that you can then you know, correlate not just one metric, but many metrics together to say, okay, I'm seeing these three things happening. Um, uh, this is an indicator that something you know, is not right. Um, mm -hmm. And so in service operations, we allow you to be able to kind of bring, correlate together multiple data sources, multiple types of data, and represent them as the hierarchical structure of whatever your service is. So you may want to look at it physically. So um, this is a cluster of you know machines. This is a cluster of databases. This is a you know um, a cluster on a regional ge geographic basis. Or you may want to look at them functionally, which is this this represents my website. And mm -hmm. you can build whichever representation you want. You build both at the same time across the same data. And then you can monitor that um, just looking for seasonality trends um, and you know uh, anomalies that, that that can exist in a kind of learning manner going on and you know that same set of data at the same time can be looked at for um, uh, you know security operations so you know looking for um, you know sources of traffic which are um, not appropriate so um, you know uh, threat hunting, um, you know, looking for uh, where things go on. Um, you know, one of my one of my favorite um, things right now in security is that um, you know not only the standard things people are looking for with people doing um, you know infrastructure attacks, but also people doing business attacks. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is you know uh, the bad guys aren't just trying to you know get in and and 
grab stuff um, and, and grab data. They're trying to buy your products to resell. They're trying to, um, you know, uh, fill up the shopping carts so that other people can't buy something, right, to corner a market. Um, you know, in different areas, you know, there's a sale on. They want to get as many of the products as possible and, um, you know, and for the resale market. And so, you know, security is not just a, a, any more about um, uh, just uh, looking for, you know, um, bad user behavior and bad things which may indicate malware or, or, or people looking to steal data. Um, it's operational threats as well, um, mm -hmm. which is super interesting. Well, you know, the way we build applications today, particularly in the DevOps world, is certainly much different kind of contemporary modern apps are built to be much more microservices, modular, containerized with Kubernetes or other technologies. Um, but the, one of the benefits of doing that kind of a side benefit can be that it allows you to instrument what individual components are doing or containers are doing rather than trying to instrument the inside of a, a very large application. How yeah. could you use um, Devo to do instrument something like application security as well as application monitoring? Yeah, so um, obviously with containerization, one of the great benefits is that there's, there's a lot of standardization around metrics and monitoring and events that are coming out. And so if you're using Docker or Kubernetes, you can just grab that stuff just naturally um, uh, from it. And the composition of the app filters through the, uh, the logging that we actually understand the structure of uh, you know, where all these things are. And, you know, it used to be easy when we knew that that box in the corner ran our, you know, whatever system, <laughs> right? Um, yep. You know, now we don't know what it's running, um, you know, or where things are running. And so being able to, to reconstruct that um, within service operations, just based off the metadata of your applications is great. Now, mm -hmm. the fact that you can then instrument them yourself to give even more metrics to understand is important. And, you know, an example of that kind of thing is where um, you have a multi-step process. So, um, you know, for example, there's something like 54 different systems inv involved in provisioning a cell phone um, mm -hmm. in, mm -hmm. in an online purchase from end to end. And, you know, uh, the ability of an organization to be able to um, deal with the Christmas um, rush right of people buying cell phones as gifts is a function of the performance of the worst in that chain and um, a, a platform like Devo allows you to be able to look across that life cycle and understand you know here is where my impact is here is where my risks are here's mm -hmm. what's going on um, in order to improve the overall efficiency of the business and and you know it's not just for me, what's interesting is it's the business owners that are wanting this now, right? You know, IT provide, you know, DevOps is, um, the other side of DevOps is it's become this culture where we're much more able to serve the business mm -hmm. with what it needs and react to the business's needs um, in, you know, a very value-oriented way. And, um, and so, you know, therefore we need to also serve them. Um, you know, how frustrated do we get as consumers when we can buy something online, but we can't cancel it or return it online, right? You know, our expectation is if we've interacted with you digitally, you, we can always interact with you. We can get serviced, we can get supported, everything digitally. 
And that's often not true in the enterprise, right? They have to use humans in that middle bit or they have to call into another department. And, you know, uh, machine data and DevOps is enabling that bridge to be done, right? So mm -hmm. um, a big feature of what we do is that our platform is fully multi-tenant. And most people will think, oh, I don't care about multi-tenancy. I've got one organization. Well, actually, you probably, when you think about it, you don't, right? Each of your applications... Uh, likely has a business group that owns it, uh, and that group has some rules about who can see their data, who can't see their data, how it could be viewed, um, how it could be acted upon, mm -hmm. and and so multi-tenancy becomes within the enterprise becomes a a key part of this self-service IT model, and I think that um, you know developers and DevOps has become very good at kind of leveraging the public cloud for building apps that kind of self-service in that way. Um, what we're now seeing is the enterprise is saying we want to look and act and smell and behave like um, public cloud internally, um, whether that's from a tooling perspective, whether that's from an access perspective, whether that's from how we deploy. But certainly it's, it's very much from how we serve our customers, which is, mm -hmm. you know, the business units within the enterprise. Kind of that, it's, that's that hybrid model. Um, we have a few minutes left. I want to bring up the dreaded competitor question. <laughs> so data visualization, log aggregation, that isn't new. It's a, it's a pretty competitive market. You know, people do their own homegrown stuff with Elk. Splunk's popular, you know, Tableau on top of a database. Um, how do we differentiate Devo from other possibilities of what people might be doing today or could choose to do? Yeah, so I mean, you know, there's uh, nobody wants to start with the uh, price performance one, right? You never want to go to cost. Um, but, you know, the cost of machine data at the volume it's growing at is a real burden on, on the enterprise. And so um, a lot of these systems, such as Splunk, which were designed for an on premise um, kind of application world, are not very DevOps friendly from a business model perspective and they're not very friendly from a, um, a scalability perspective. And so, you know, uh, it may get used for subsets of the data or it may get used for, you know, parts, parts of uh, high value pieces of data, but they, they generally end up wanting to kind of ignore, um, you know, it self selects out because it's so expensive. So what we do is provide a platform which is much more um, efficient from how it stores data and how it processes data that typically um, we use a, a fraction of the infrastructure used by um, Elk or Splunk um, based systems in this. And because we keep the data in its raw form, not parsed, not requiring a schema, the different constituents can have their own views and their own areas um, of this. I also touched on multi-tenant. Um, that's a big, big differentiator. Um, you know, we're used to, particularly when we're heading down the, you know, uh, the, the containerization world, um, we want shared resource. We only want to pay for what we use um, and consume. And so multi-tenant and shared tenancy is, is kind of a big, uh, a big deal in, in this space. And so we're designed for the cloud. We're, um, you know, appropriate in that manner. And, and that's kind of like the big, big differentiator. Mm. Well, very good. Uh, our time has just flown by. I wish we had another 20-minute uh, segment to talk more. Maybe we'll have the opportunity to do that in the future. I'd like to thank Colin Britton, Chief Strategy Officer at Devo, for joining us. This is Mitch Ashley with DevOps.com, and you've listened to another DevOps Chat. Thanks for joining us.